0: K E R A F M, Dallas. Yes, with a blaze of glory, the daffodil-colored Angus Prune tune rings to the silver microphone. The dazzling talents of Peacock Blue, Timbrook Taylor, Dusky John Cleese, Brown-headed David Hatch, Rose-tinted Joe Kendall, and Chocolate-covered Billotti. Here is the golden voice of the nation's heartthrob, John Otto Cleese. It's I'm sorry, I'll read that again. Again. <laughs> Music for schools. This is the programme that gives children a chance to make themselves familiar with the language of musicians. You're bloody... Meet the orchestra. Hello,
1: Hello, orchestra.
2: Orchestra.
0: Hello. Last week we but first. Do you remember this
2: tune? Ah, <laughs>
3: the <moon is> <laughs> beam, 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 beam. <laughs> You do? Then you're far too old to be listening to this rubbish.
0: <laughs> Last week you'll remember, Uncle John told you what to do with your instruments. Uh, And this week, I'll tell you how to play them.
3: Now, when I go... first... Oh, I give up. Good. First, as a special treat, we have with us the famous composer and conductor, Herr Lacker, who is, of course, also the leader and father of several of the Herr Lacker family singers. Let's join him as he's putting the finishing touches to his latest work, the rhubarb cantata. See how much effort and labor goes into every single note. Now listen as he tests out the musical abilities of his children. Right, let's get in tune. Good now. Daddy, daddy. What is it, Fred? i just just swallowed your copy of Handel's Messiah. Ah! Huh? I knew you had music in you. Here,
1: Otto. <laughs> Otto, put
3: this, put this light bulb in your mouth once I plug your fingers into the electric socket. Now, switch on. Has it lit up? No. It's no good. You'll never be a conductor. I'll be still... I'll be still in tune. <laughs> good. Let's see what you've picked up since last week. right, oh, yes, very nice. Tell her to wait outside. Right? <laughs> Good. Right now, you all remember what a clef is? Yes. yes. Well, see from now what this is. Listen. <laughs> it's a clef hanger ending. <laughs> Still in tune? Oh. Josephine, you're flat. You're not in tune either. Again? <laughs> uh,
0: and now it is time to meet the orchestra. <laughs> when a lot of people get together to make music there are two things that keep them going
2: beer and money of
0: course quite a few people work in a band like this and quite a few don't so first let's just run over some of the musicians now here's Brian he's on bass here's Donald he's on drums here's Derek he's on clarinets, and here's Kenneth he's on gin and tonic there's Cedric, playing the guitar, Brian, playing the trombone, and David, playing the fool. (laughs) Well, there they are, the musicians and their instruments. Don't forget, for best results, keep them well-oiled.
4: Finally, it's story time, where each week we tell you a story with musical symbols and several other instruments. And today you can help me make up the story. Oh, goody, goody, goody. It's all about a wicked baron. Yeah, boring. And a lovely young fairy. Oh, what's his name? A lovely. <laughs> a lovely young fairy princess. Yeah. Now, now now let's hear the music for the wicked baron. And here's the lovely young princess. There she is. And listen, here comes a handsome young prince. And they all live next door to each other. The princess was a lady of purity and innocence. How wet. The prince had great charm charming <laughs> and the baron was wickedly handsome
2: <laughs> oh yeah baby <laughs> the
4: princess was very lonely and very bored she never had much on except her black silk bra <laughs> she was really rather sad she used to think if only someone would love me for my <laughs> innocence and not just for my <laughs> <laughs> own play. At last, one day, the handsome prince came to the castle and met the princess. Oh, I bet she was tickled. Uh, Alas! cried the princess. Uh, my life is so empty and barren.
2: Oh, wow. oh yeah, baby!
4: You're uh, <laughs> so beautiful, said the prince. Your eyes are like the eyes of a gentle little doe. My oh, dear Abby. <laughs> with emotion, the prince uh, turned and ran... His ice-cold fingers up and down her lovely spine. No, no, no. Now, let's have that one again. She said. No.
1: <laughs>
4: did you... Did you all feel those fingers? That's enough, she said. Hold oh dear. The prince. Uh, uh, oh, no, no, the princess. Look, look, you're messing up my... <laughs> and, you, and you've ruined my... She said. Oh, on. Oh.
0: You for this. <laughs> look, look, when does the wicked Baron come in? Just about now. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs>
3: very much.
4: Come. Um, you wanted to see me, sir? Ah, yes. Come and sit down on this chair with this nice, new, comfortable, bright green cushion. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> I do beg your
0: pardon. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, call it a
4: cushy poop, you see. I've yeah, no. only just got it. Ah, most humiliating. Isn't it, isn't it humiliating? Yes, sir. Very, very humiliating indeed, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> By Jove, it's humiliating. <laughs> Sit down and again. Well, I'd rather No, not... No, 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 go on, sit down again, go on. Go all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't that humiliating? Up uh, <laughs> again, and again. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> all right, all right, that's enough. Don't overdo it. Ah, <laughs> uh, now, then, now, no, what do you want? You sent for me, sir. Oh,
0: yes,
4: yes. Um, what was your name again? What, Kim, sir? Oh, yes, i better write it down, just in case I forget. Um, have you a pen I can borrow? Oh, yes, sir. Oh, my word, what a nice pen. Oh, Oh, dear, I seem to have crushed it under my heel.
1: <laughs>
4: Never mind, you can have this one. Oh, thank you, sir. Open it up and have a look at it. Well, I'd rather not. Nonsense, go on, open it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that surprised you, didn't it? Very surprising. Uh, it's an exploding pen, was oh. <laughs> oh, well, I'll we'll wrap this handkerchief round it. It'll soon stop. Now then, um, <laughs> oh, what, do, what do you want? You sent for me, sir. So I did. I did. I wonder why. Probably just to humiliate you, I expect. Was it was it about the rise, I asked. Ah, thought? that was it. Oh, yes. Yes, that's it. Oh. As from April the 4th, you will have an increase in salary of £1,000 a year. How about that? Oh, sir, I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, Monk, you're fired. <laughs>
1: but, but why?
4: Well, partly because we're having to cut down on staff and party because I enjoy it. No, no, that's an exaggeration. It's purely because I enjoy it. Now, this is where we say goodbye. Um, what was your name again? Watkins. Uh, oh, yes. oh, yes. Oh, and there is one other little thing. Um, as from last year, all my employees leaving the firm have to pay back all the wages they've earned. <laughs> In your case, that would be uh, £4,997, but let's just call it around £75 million. You can't do this to me. Yes, I can.
3: But no, I've, I've had enough. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say my piece. <laughs> you, you, you can listen or lump it. Twenty-five years I've worked for your lousy firm. Twenty-five years I've sweated <laughs> over my loom. And I have
0: my rights, you know. Sweaty labour,
4: that's what they call it. And you can't get away with it. You can't write rough stuff over all my hopes and dreams. Does the trade union movement mean nothing to you today. Is this the new Jerusalem? Is this the green and pleasant land we have striven for?
1: You've got egg
4: on your chin. Uh, <laughs> how about it, sir? No. <laughs> well, run along now. i finish with you. Yes, yes, thank you, sir. Jolly good. Oh, and if you see uh, Watkins outside, uh, tell him I want to see him, will you?
0: Now, here is a news flash introduced by Tim Taylor. The House of Commons closed for the winter recess today. Throughout the afternoon, parents were arriving to collect MPs and take them home for the (laughs) holidays.
2: Oh, you're in the groove. You're driving me wild with the way you move. Mm. <laughs> Moon, that thing. Wait a minute, wait a minute,
0: wait a minute. you, you can't do that. Can't do what? All that, mmm. Mm. disgusting. <laughs> we want a nice, healthy song about hobbies or pets or something. Oh, very well. 1234
2: Your eyes are brown and your hair is curly ba ba Your nose is pink and you're soft and furry ba ba i am in the world i I'm losing sleep But not for a girl Love with the she. Run real quick. You move me. Come on, homie tie.
0: And now episode six of our adventure serial The Curse of the Flying Wombat, or Who Put the Tang in Lemon Meringue?
4: Week, we left our hero, Tim Brown Windsor, in, uh, uh, where was it? Uh, Hong Kong? Oh, I don't think so. Oh. Uh, well, does anyone remember? Anyone remember? Does anyone, does anyone remember, remember where remember we, we finished? I remember! Ah, uh, yes. Uh, uh. well, a particularly scruffy member of the <laughs> studio audience, a little man, does seem to remember where we got to last week, and he's climbing up onto the stage now. Uh,
2: how do you do? Uh, I'm a very great honour to be here, sir. And if I don't win a thing, I don't mind of enjoying myself. Yes, well...
4: <laughs> It's not often we get the chance to meet an ugly little weevil like you. <laughs> uh, you don't mind my calling you an ugly little weevil, Not do a bit, you? sir, not no, a bit. Girl, no, girl, that's what it, you is. are. You're ugly, yeah. ugly, 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 ugly,
2: ugly. Yeah. Well, shall I start? Yes. Right, the story so far Tim Brown Windsor and his friends are about to set sail for Aberdeen in search of the green eyed little yellow dog, pursued by Cassio Sullivan and Masha Wilkins. And anyway, Tim's fiance Fiona Rabbitback, who moved his guides to Jim a cabin Boy and his as abducted by somebody, and so the others went back to get her again. And then there's Lady Constance and old Hats and Captain Cleese and old Peapod and Grimling and everybody in and all doing the most extraordinary things because he want to get Jim Ladd back and everything and things like that.
4: There you, go. you can go away now. Thank you very much. Can I have uh, my box? No, no, before you go let's all give you a great big hand for being such an ugly little weevil. Thank you. No, 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 on second thoughts let's all give me a great big hand for being such a handsome brute.
0: <laughs> so, Fiona Rabbit Vacuum has been carried off by some mysterious villain. Who was he? Where did he take her? What did he do with her? Took one look at her and brought her straight back. (laughs) So good. Next morning, after breakfasting on cucumbers and radishes, we set sail with a fair wind. (laughs) Three days later, Captain Cleese sits below decks, writing in his log.
2: They might have given him a cabin.
4: They did. It was a log cabin. cabin, (laughs) February the 18th of August. How time flies... Morning, Mr. Hatch. Brought up my cocoa at 8 o'clock. Served him right for drinking it at
1: 7.30.
4: Good morning, Captain. I've brought up your cocoa. Uh, it's all right. I've already told them. Uh, now, what were you going to say? It's very rough, sir. Yes, but we still get paid for doing it. Mind you, the sea's pretty rough, too. In fact, I feel quite seasick. Uh, where are the crew? They're up on the deck, even too. My up on deck. There was great excitement.
0: Oh. Hooray. (laughs) For the lookout had sighted a school of whales. Be that as it may, I must pop below for a second. It probably won't be as good as the first, but here goes.
3: Hello, darling. Fancy meeting you. Great
0: powers, I know that voice. Yes,
3: darling. It's me, Maisie Robinson.
0: Not the international temptress.
3: The same. <laughs> or at least very similar.
0: Of course, I recognize you now. The beard had me fooled for a moment. <laughs> when did you shave it off?
3: Oh, Tim. <laughs> Tim, that's still the same old joker. Huh? And the same old joke years, and you still haven't changed. Well, it's a nice shirt. (laughs) Ah, do you remember when you first met me? Of
0: course, you were breeding those large, rabbit-like creatures.
3: Yes, it was air-raising. Maisie! (laughs) Maisie, we're alone, but if anyone comes in, they'd get the wrong impression. But we're not doing
0: anything. That's what's wrong.
3: (laughs) All right, Uh, let me tempt you.
0: No, no, seriously, I'm, I'm changed. I'm no longer attracted by loose women. I'm wearing a ring, and you you know what that means? Not. Yes.
3: But you used to be so masculine. That's not
1: what it means.
3: <laughs> <laughs> very well, then. <laughs> very well, then. Hold my hand. No, no, I don't want to. Take me in your arms. There's no point. Give me. It means nothing. Undress me. That's more it. <laughs> ah! There's someone coming. Damn. It's all right. I should disguise myself in this false red nose. I
0: say it's rather brightly colored, isn't it?
3: Yes, but all oh, my boyfriends find it very attractive. You don't mean... Yes, my lovers like a red, red nose. <laughs> Look through the door. I can't, it's made of wood. But, but, but I know those footsteps. It's my fiance, Fiona Rabbit room. Quick, I must change my accent. <laughs> Too late. Timothy, what are you doing with that strange man? It's a woman. I thought it was a strange man. <laughs> Who are you calling strange?
0: We would like to mention at this point that Miss Kendall is playing both Maisie Robinson and Fiona Rabbit vacuum. See if you can spot which is which.
3: I thought it was a strange man. Who are you calling strange?
0: Did you spot the difference? (laughs) To help you, Whenever Miss Kendall is playing Maisie Robinson, she has on her false red nose. And when she's playing Fiona Rabbit Vacuum, she has on her real red nose. <laughs> Next week, we shall be having another woman in to help out. <laughs> but we're rather short of false noses. You don't? You don't mean... Yes, I want some red noses for a new lady. Hey!
3: Hey!
0: Well, do carry on. You
3: brazen a Oh, don't quarrel. You call a woman.
0: Please, Fiona, amazing. You
3: slut. Who are you calling a slut? I'm not question. sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: auntie. Uh, we would uh, like to mention at this point that Mr. Brooke Taylor is playing both Tim Brown Windsor and Tim Brown Windsor's auntie, Lady Constance, to cover it. Let's hear those lines again.
3: Oh, <laughs> fibrop! Auntie! Lady Constance! For you, love, that vacuum! Who is this? It's my auntie. Yes? I'm Missy Rabbit Robinson. No, you're Fiona Robin vacuum. Timothy. <laughs> Timothy! Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's
2: <laughs> Fake <laughs> news, Lady Constance. Your oh. identical twin sister is arriving in the next <laughs>
0: <laughs> For a fortnight or less, the flying wombat sailed the watery main. We passed the time fishing and the captain caught a pair of boots. Look, two nice souls.
2: Don't, don't touch them, sir.
0: Why not? They might
2: be electric heels.
0: <laughs> On Wednesday, we threw several lines over the side.
3: <laughs> <laughs> On Thursday,
0: the ship was becalmed.
3: Oh, it's so hot and sultry. Water, water.
0: Water? Water, water. water
3: day for a daydream. him <laughs> clear the hell? Cover them with bite.
4: Oh, Lady Constance, so you're coming up to scratch. Well, <laughs> you
2: know, oh, oh, sir, oh, oh, sir, so, so, all these years, and oh, you know, I've never seen anything like this,
4: sir. How oh, old are you, Grimling?
2: Hundred and eight, sir. Is that a fact? No, it's a lie. <laughs> oh, look, sir, the sea, the sea is full, full of horrible, slimy creatures twisting and turning.
4: That's only Lady Constance gone for a quick dip.
2: And the waters are turning dank and stagnant. And the crew, they're turning dank and
3: stagnant. And the sky are deep, purely up, And the sky, the sky is deep, purely horrible blue. Yes, and the sun, the sun, hanging in the rigging like a round red
2: ball. No, that's my balloon, sir. <laughs> but
0: suddenly there came a noise from the crow's nest.
4: A breeze, a breeze at last. I feel like a new man. How about me, Ducky? <laughs> oh, we haven't had a puff for weeks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sir, the cloud is getting nearer and darker and huger.
4: Oh, sir. He's raving again.
3: No, no, it's Hurricane Flossie. Not? My identical twin
4: sister. Quick, hand me that mirror. Why, Captain? I need a moment to reflect. <laughs> By Jove, I'm a handsome brute. Darius! Darius, any All handsome <laughs> thumbs, man, the boats, women, and children, first. Off to you, Auntie. Quick, the bear! <laughs>
0: Pull the flying wombat. Go to the basket. Can't see much lower. Will they ever get the green eye of the little yellow dog?
3: Have you joined the Angus Prune Fan Club yet?
0: What will happen next week? Can't oh, I a handsome brute? You won't miss next week's episode, will you? No,
3: not a bit. <laughs>
0: With the exotic rhythm of the Angus Prune tune exotic rhythm we close this edition of I'm Sorry I'll Read That Again which was written this week by Graham Garden and Bill Ody, with further material by Peter Hutchins and Peter and David Lund the gaily coloured voices you heard belong to Timbrook Taylor John Cleese David Hatch Joe Kendall and Bill Ody, who also wrote the songs at this point we would like to deny the vicious rumour now circulating about our producer Humphrey Barclay but I'm afraid we can't <laughs> So, uh, there it is, until the same time again next week, when you'll hear John Otto Glees say...
4: it's yes, I'm sorry, I'll read that again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Dr. Bruce. My name is Dr. Bruce. I'm sorry, I'll read that again. You don't. My name is Dr. Bruce. I'm
2: sorry, I'll read that again. Thank you.
1: ...possible with funds provided by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is NPR, National Public Radio.
0: To the height of this great argument, I may assert eternal providence and justify the ways of God to men. On the blockbuster this Saturday, from 7 in the morning till 6 at night, Restoration, Rakes and Revolution. Taking the cue from one of our most popular blockbusters, The Age of Reason, we present the late 17th century, roughly 1660 to roughly 1700. The poetry of Dryden and Milton, the plays of Moliere and Congreve, the music of Lully, Purcell and Corelli. The blockbuster this Saturday, Restoration, Rakes, and Revolution from KERA-FM, Dallas.